when inside the cave. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Oh, yeah. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. I'm going to show, man. This is tight, though. I like this. Inside the cave. This show is great. Inside the cave. Who said that? You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. He gave me a real zap in the gap. We're not about to play with you. Oh, that's funny. Inside the cave. How does Cat make her put it? I don't, I don't know if y'all want me to tell that story completely. Mike, you guys got to pull out your head. Inside the cave. Thank y'all for being a major outlet. A lot of people need that. Turn around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation. Don't want to be down with this ass. David is so Inside the cave. All right, here we go. Hey, welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com, and go to Inside the Cave blog and register Inside the Cave. We got a big show today uh, coming with you with, oh man, we got, man, we got a couple surprises on the show today. All right, I am CB at I'm the Real CB. Follow me there and follow Inside the Cave at Inside the Cave on Instagram, Cave Crush on Twitter, and at Cave Crush on Instagram too. For all you guys that like looking at hot women. Alright, also with me today is the host of the dirt sheet, Joe Dirt. What up, peoples? Everybody doing out there? What we got for the dirt sheet today? Uh got a tail of a bottle and a man getting his dick cut off. Wow. It's a great story though. Ain't no good about that. <laughs> hey, and also with us today, man. Now I'm hoping. After what I saw last night with Golden State, I'm hoping he doesn't do like Kevin Durant and mess up the chemistry on this show. But he is back. It's a different season, so here he is, seasonal Sid. (laughs) (laughs) What up, everybody? Ain't seen you since the summertime. I know. I know. I'm back, though. That was was winter. He's back. (laughs) Back. I'm in back for the holidays, man. I'm, I'm only working from November to December. Holiday. All right, man, we got a big show today. Hey, we're going to talk some sports. Uh, Charles Hurd from ESPN Chicago will be on today. We're going to talk some sports and uh, give us a good breakdown. There's a lot of stuff going on with the Cubs, Bears, uh, nothing with the White Sox. A little bit, well, I ain't talking about the Blackhawks, but we will be talking about the Bulls and the NBA. Charles Hurd from ESPN Chicago will be on today. All right, but let's get this show started. Oh, here we go, here we go. Uh, CB's opening rant. CB's opening rant on Inside the Cave. All right, this is for you guys. Uh, now, for everybody to speak of the seasonal said, here we go. The end of end of October and early November, <clears throat> this season is known, known as hunting season. Deer hunting and uh, turkey hunting, whatever it is. Some people are you looking at this season as being hunting season. But with the Cubs going to the World Series, it's a new season out now. 
and I'm at, it's us at Inside the Cave want to prepare you guys for this new season. That's right, it's going to be a lot of you guys migrating to Wrigleyville, and I want to get you guys prepared for this new season. I like to start this hashtag, DWG season. Joe Dirt, do you know what DWG is? Uh, dirty white girls. Close. Drunk white girls season. Ooh. That's right. All you guys migrating to Wrigleyville for the World Series, you guys are going to have a good time because there's going to be a lot of drunk white girls. Ooh. And you're going to have a great time. Don't take a cab, take an Uber out there and enjoy hashtag DWG season. Now, there's some rules and regulation when you're dealing with DWGs. I want you guys to know that you don't want to just take... If, if, if your DWG is drunk to the point where she is comatose, that's the DWG you want to stay away from. You want to get your DWG when she's about two or three Miller Lights in or maybe three or four Jaeger Bombs in. All right? Come in there and say, fucking Cubs rock! Jump down, get you a DWG, change your whole life, get you some good credit, get all the good things that you wanted in life, and uh, enjoy yourself for this DWG season. What do you think about that, Sid? Yeah, you gonna get you a damn jail sentence too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get you two to five. <laughs> this two to five season. Shit, I take your ass down to Wrigleyville trying to fuck some drunk white girl. <laughs> You remember that video that used to come on, uh, Girls Gone Wild? Yeah, there's that, a reason they canceled that shit, shut that shit down. <laughs> that's, what, shit that's what the World Series is going to look like, especially if the Cubs win. That's what I'm looking forward to, seeing everybody down there at Wrigleyville. So come on, come on, come one, come all. Migrate down to Wrigleyville and get you some hashtag DWGs and tell them that your boys are inside the cave sent you. Yeah, you go down there and end up in the DOC. <laughs> yeah, y'all go ahead and listen to CB. Make sure you put some on y'all books, too. Right. End I, up in the DOC, yeah. sucking somebody DIC. Yeah. Oh, shit, boy. All right, let's get it started, man. Kill yourself and start over. The first segment, the A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. Jello Beats, holla at me. Who you got, Joe? Uh, I read this story about this pastor, him and his wife and her friends stole like uh, a couple million dollars from their congregation. Yeah. So uh, he killed himself and started over. He spent like 1.7 some million dollars on the house. One the congregation member saw him on the top. And uh, he asked him how much the car was. He told him it was 100 grand. He's like, yeah, if you send your money up, God will bless you. And he ain't saved shit. He stole all that goddamn money. Dang. So uh, cops arrested him, his wife, and her friend. Wow. Stealing money, stealing the uh, money, fucking up the church's money. Fucking up the church's money. Oh man. All right, who you got, big dog? Oh man. Uh, it was this guy, man, that uh, bridge with his kids. I think. Uh, he didn't make it, but the kids survived. Yeah, from New York. I heard that. Yeah, man. That brother needs to reset and start over. Uh, I think he killed himself. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. That's why I gave him a reset. Oh, <clears throat> all right, makes sense to me. 
<laughs> nah, that ain't no, 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 no laughing matter, man. That was sad. I'm just glad both of those boys made it out, man. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, man. Sad deal, brother. That's fucked up. Said it's, it's been a long time, man. What do you got for kill yourself and start over? I don't know if this been used or not, but I'm going for uh, Tupac, Kill Yourself and Start Over. Cleveland Cavaliers and Tristan Thompson. Ooh. I don't know what made this man want to get married to Khloe Kardashian. Is he married to her? He, he engaged? Oh, what the hell? Lamar Odom on crack. James Harden had his worst season last year for a period of time until he broke up with her. Then he came back around. Yeah. And now this motherfucker the one put a ring on the woman. Hey, he's, he's, she's still married, dog. Nah, they say it's fine. They say, they fine. say it's fine. Yeah. So, so LeBron know who to thank at the end of the season when they get knocked out in the third round. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You say you got another one? He just ruined their back-to-back chances. Yeah, and it, and it was looking pretty good, too, because uh, the Warriors, well, we'll talk about that later on. I don't know about that. I have one more. What you got? This was Captain Sears. All the uh, cops that say they good cops that stand around and watch other cops do dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah, they can kill themselves and start over, too. You know what? I think they should be charged as accessories, like they do criminals. When you around or you trying to drive in a getaway car or whatever, mm-hmm. you're accessory to that crime. They should get charged as accessories to them crimes. Good point, Joe Dirt. I totally agree. Say, you said you had another one, too, right? Nah, it was both of them. It was Tristan. <laughs> And then the Cavs. Them motherfuckers gonna be mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I, I want to go with uh, what's Scotty Pippen's wife name? I don't know if we're doing Uber the week. Oh, so. uh, Larza. Yeah, so I'm just gonna give her a kill. I'm gonna give her a kill yourself and start over. I just, I just can't believe that. Like, fuck, you like you want to fuck with future? Like, I got like, if you if you in your twenties, I get that. But come on, man, you married, mother five four whatever it is, you want to fuck with future? Like, come on, man. Like seriously. Just, just think about this though. Wait, and I, I pretty much know where y'all stand, but come on, man. When you married for twenty years with four kids, now every woman got the right to want to go out with their friends and hang out. But it's my wife. I mean, you ain't got no business hanging out with no future. She talking yeah, about man. that's that's my that's my buddy. We known each other for a while. Nah. You've been home for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't know I ain't know that part about you before I married you. I ain't know you was friends with future when I married yeah. you. Shit. Anytime your wife friends with a rapper, you got a problem on your hand. Right. You ain't lying. And also, I told y'all about this before, and I'm going to stick to it. And I got I got to say it. I'll explain it to y'all later. But uh, I got a co-worker. He is six foot eight, or maybe six foot seven. And he works with me. Kill yourself and start over. He's never did anything basketball related in his life. Kill yourself and start over. There's no excuse for somebody to be six foot seven, six foot eight, and, and, and working a nine to five or a, a six to two thirty or a three to eleven. There's no excuse for that. Yeah, I remember you saying a long time ago, ain't no way here, man, six eight, six seven. Supposed to be stocking shelves in Walgreens. No way at all. Let me tell you, let me tell you the reason why. Man, now, they had no athletic ambition. No, let me tell you the reason why. Now me and Big Dog talked about this when I was in Kansas City and Big Dog, you know, Big Dog's a big dude. And I said, No, I don't look at football players the same way because, you know, it takes it's a lot more to get into the NFL. But everybody knows if you were born in the nineteen sixties, seventies, eighties, or even the early part of the nineties. If you was a if you was six feet, they told you to get on the block. I'm gonna give you the ball. You turn around and hit the shot. How many times have you heard about coaches just driving past and seeing a tall guy and asking him, "Hey, you play basketball? No. Well, you playing now? Get in the car." 
That's what happens when you. So it's no <laughs> excuse. <laughs> there is no excuse for somebody six foot eight. Now that changes now because now you expect your your six foot eight guy to be a, a, a athletic big man to hit threes and all that kind of stuff. But in the eighties, nineties. I mean, the 80s, 70s, 60s, when you, were, when you were a big man, you were told to get on the block, turn around, and put the ball in the basket and just get rebounds. And if you can't do that, you kill yourself and start over. You were, you were, there's, no, there's no reason for you to be here. Well, what about all the kids that didn't make it to the NBA? That's a, that's a them problem. <laughs> that's, a, that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. All right, that was kill yourself and start over. Like I said, we got Charles Hurd coming in uh, later on in the show. All right, let's get into this. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. Now, Cousin Lamar and uh, Belly is not here to do them, so I guess I got to do them. Uh, I guess it would be too much to ask Joe to read them, right? Yep, yeah. because you never sent them to me. Yeah, I know. You don't check your email, remember? Hey, sounds like a new problem. Oh. All right, here we go. Hey, this is uh, this is from Latrice. Uh, love the Dr. Umar Johnson episode. I'm such a big fan of him. Uh, I, I don't know, Latrice, if you paid attention to the episode. There was about five or six other people on that show as well, not just Dr. Umar Johnson. Uh, nice of you to mention us, but, you know, hey, we'll take it anyway. Here you go. This is from uh, Joe's favorite listener, writer in her, as Veli would say, uh, Slick Rick. Format was back on point, well-produced show, and the Cave Court segment came across as original. And I think y'all should do more of that. Now, uh, Joe, you want to explain to Sid what the, uh, cave, the Cave Court segment was? Because he doesn't listen to the show, so he doesn't know what happened. TV was taking the court for talking about cat and uh, kittens. Oh shit! Yeah, big dog and what was outcome. Like, I was his lawyer. Yeah, big so, dog. You know, was, yeah, you was fucked. You was fucked. His belly was cat lawyer. Who was the judge? Big dog. Yeah. Oh yeah, you. you had to, Unfortunately, you was fried. The motherfucker was found guilty on all charges. <laughs> <laughs> and Lamar was the bailiff. <laughs> Uh, here's another one. Here's Carol. Y'all took me back to my freshman year in college with that eight ball and MJG. When Lay It Down came on, I turned into a Uga real quick. LOL. Man, I was freshman year in college. But this week's show was one of my favorites. I truly enjoy the chemistry between you all, and I hope you have much success in the future. Hashtag free CB. That's from Carol. <laughs> Shout out to Carol, always sending in stuff. Here we go. This is from Cheryl, another uh, person on third. How did y'all go from finding CB guilty of sexual harassment to Veli introducing y'all guests by talking about her breast and Joe and CB sexually harassing her? Y'all didn't learn anything, but it was very funny. I didn't sexually harass anybody. Uh, well, we did kind of talk about old girl's titties. I didn't do anything. You took part in it, too. No, I didn't. I don't remember. I don't recall that. Uh, listen to the tape. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is uh, from Lance. Lance the trucker. No lie. Once Big Dog played that eight ball of MJG, I turned y'all off and went to my Apple Music and started listening to more eight ball of MJG. Wow. I did finish listening to y'all show on Sunday, 
and wondering why CB would pick Joe Dirt to be his lawyer. Kill yourself and start over. And if I'm ever in jail, I want Cat to come see me. Oh. <laughs> you got to Cat told him, said, cause said doesn't listen to the show. Went, uh, the, to the county with a fur coat on and some damn leggings. leggings. <laughs> <laughs> to see her brother. To see her brother? Veli uh, said it was a conjugal visit. What was the point in doing that? I had no idea. Cat was on one last week. Yeah, oh, she was off that shit. <laughs> Here's another one. Let me get yeah. this. Yeah, how you gonna go see your own brother with some leggings and a fur coat on? I would have had a different kill yourself to start off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another one. Here's, this is from Barbara. How Veli gonna cuss Big Dog out for no reason? And he was winning the case. But Big Dog sounds like a no nonsense judge, and I hope I never see him in the courtroom. Oh, he is, he don't take too much shit. Ain't nobody scared of the dog. Make <laughs> cautious the <laughs> Here we go. This is another one. Troy, big dog gotta let that let that ball play longer. That's a classic. What's 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 wrong with y'all? Uh Troy, this is a podcast, so we can't just play music all day. That's just to promote promote whatever we got going on in advertisement. But glad you like Big Dog's country rap too. Big Dog actually finally did something good on this show. Go figure that. Out. <laughs> All right, and this is the last one. This is from Stan. Y'all show is hilarious, and I heard you say on the show, "Donate to the cause." Well, how do I donate? Man, shout out to Stan. Let me tell everybody how you want to donate to Inside the Cave if you want to keep this show running. Because right now it's on with uh, it's on for free. It's coming out of our pocket. So go to GoFundMe inside the cave all right or and uh by the time this show airs i'll have it on our website inside the cave blog.com but it'll be a gofundme page hey we'll take a dollar we'll take five we'll uh, take a million hey let me ask y'all this now this this it's always been a long time since i've been on here so i've had a lot of time to think yeah when i was doing my other job you know i'm just here for the season right now is this a million dollar idea or not they got all the dating apps, right? Yeah. Okay? They got all the, the apps you can get some bits and do whatever you want to. Right. Why can't we start a create get an app created called Go Fuck Me? There's <laughs> <laughs> already apps out like that. No, we can put all things. You can either A, you can do it like a Tinder setup, or B, you can do it people can donate money and once you hit a certain threshold, you get the fuck. Oh, no, wait a uh, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm, now, maybe if you're in Las Vegas, you probably can do that, but I'm pretty sure. You're trying to start a fucking brothel, ain't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, online brothel. I'm pretty sure you can't do that. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some sex trafficking laws against that. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm glad I brought it up to everybody before I went through it on my own. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad you did. need a cat to come see, see that's me. Like, that's like back page, ain't <laughs> But he's talking about paying for it. Like, come on, man. Hey, hey you can do that. You can do that for jail. <laughs> Go fuck me. Hey, you get hey, I'm, I've got three years left. It's been a long time. Wow. Take care of me when I get out. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. That's their prostitution on a different level. Yeah, you might want to get talk to a lawyer, man. Okay, talk to Tiffany. Uh, talk to Tiffany. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> 
Uh, Don't say that name around D. Yeah, by the way, Tiffany Simmons will be coming on pretty soon. She has a new book. Sports Update. Your weekly sports update on Inside the Cave. All right, our guest is here, man, from ESPN Chicago. Uh, Big Herd Show, man. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Then he's going to help us break down the NBA season, talk some Cubs World Series, Bears, and and whatever else he talks about. Welcome to Inside the Cave. Who said the herd left ESPN? What's up, man? Charles Herd, how you feel, man? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Man, welcome. Uh, yeah. welcome, man. How long have you been uh, with ESPN, bro? I've actually been with ESPN for eight years now. The difference between me and the other herd, of course, our names are spelled a little differently, but uh, I'm a little bit darker. I stayed in Tana Bay a little bit longer than he did. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit. Uh, if you, if you want to say that, but... Um, no, uh, I've been been with ESPN uh, gratefully eight eight years. Um, the last this this year coming up right now, um, I am I am joining the TV side, so I'm blessed with that. Nice. Uh, a lot of people always told me I got a face for radio, but <laughs> try to put it on TV and join the club. See what we can do from there. Yeah. Um, I I love the money side of it, so might as well go ahead oh, and, yeah. uh, and try oh, to make yeah. more of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, now, now when I met you, man, you had you had, you had a championship ring on. Tell my co-host or tell my tell the guys about that championship ring you got, man. Uh, oh yeah, that's first and first and foremost. I gotta say, uh, victory to anybody out there that is a UFC Trojan. Um, I, I went to the University of Southern California. Was blessed to go there and uh, played O three through O six. Okay, um, and then I then I lost. Carroll, your coach? Absolutely. Uh, the, the good ball coach, Pete Carroll, is my, my ball coach. Uh, he's actually, and, and it's so funny, guys, six degrees of separation. Um, if I could just go a little bit further into it. Yeah. Uh, of, course, of course, Pete Carroll is, is in Seattle. Uh, a really good friend of mine. Uh, played for Seattle, just retired this current year. Uh, Ricardo Lockett. No, okay. uh, you guys might know him yeah. from why the heck did they throw the, the ball on the one yard line? Oh, he was man. the guy that they threw the ball to. Yeah. Uh, and then and then this past year, unfortunately, um, he got he got uh, blocked, cheap side, you know, blind side hit, and and ended his career. But um, so I got to go up there and, and, and talk to the old ball coach, and he's still the same old guy, you know, still Pete Carroll. So, uh, but great times. Yeah, but he, he was the ball coach there when I was there. Is Pete Carroll a genius, or do you think he just fell into a good situation with Russell Wilson, Sherman, <laughs> and uh, and Beast Mode and all those guys? i tell you what, man. Either he's lucky or he's very, very smart. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's a little bit – I truly think it's a little bit of both. I think life, guys, all together, you have to have some type of luck um, on your side with, with – in anything that you do because 
when you really think about it, man, some of the best coaches out there are not the winningest coaches in the league, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's any sport that you really look at. Look at Steve Kerr and, and the uh, Golden State Warriors. Let's look at that situation. Steve Kerr is not the smartest coach in the league. It's just not. I mean, but he he had talent on his team. Yeah. Right. I mean, he had enough smarts to know that he had talent to let those guys run the team and say, okay, well, they're going to lead me to the promised land. So, uh, Pete Carroll, I mean, he's, he's, he's a smart guy. I, I'm going to give him that. But it's all about who you surround yourself with and um, all about how you, you know, how you manage your guys. So, he's a player's coach. Um, so, he had some luck on his side, man. He, he really do, to answer your question. You said, what was that? What was the other guy? It was Reggie Bush, Thunder and Lightning. What was the other guy? Lindell White. Lindell White. White. Yeah, I like. Now that's who I really. That's who I like, man. Lindell White. Yeah. yeah you like Lindell? Oh, I liked him, man. He was. Oh. Yeah, I liked him. You said you didn't like him? No, I loved him. I actually loved him. That's, I remember that. I'm not even. Oh, a you co- love him? Yeah, I'm not even a college football pl- uh, watcher like that. But I remember that team, man. That was a good team. Yeah, Lindell. Lindell was a great guy, man. He just loved food too much. I was just gonna say. You know, he, he, he <laughs> he was at he was at the buffet just as much as I was, and it's not going to work out too much. He was, he had an NFL contract. He's the only guy I know, man. That and, and he's a good guy. Only guy I know that uh, you know because him and uh, Jamarcus Russell, only two guys that let food ruin a million dollar contract. But mm-hmm. I guess I mean if if you can do that, then 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 go ahead and do it. You know. Liddell was decent too when he was in Tennessee with uh, Chris Johnson, but then he just he couldn't lay off. Absolutely, the- yeah. Absolutely, couldn't, couldn't lay off the Friday night wing special. You know, oh. couldn't couldn't do it. But this was happening to dude up in Green Bay right now. You think that's what happened? To, that's what's happening to Lacey? Yeah. Last year he looked fat to me. I thought he looked too big, but I thought this year he looked pretty decent. Like he was in the- Lacey, Lacey. Lacey's actually losing weight. Yeah, I um, he looked all right. It's crazy that you guys. Crazy that you guys mentioned that because I just seen Lacey out. Um, it was what was it? What's today? Uh, I seen him out Monday. He was actually uh, he was in Chicago. He was at uh, at, at Studio Paris. So okay. I, I seen seen him out here. He, he, he was looking looking in good shape. So and let me ask you a question: um, When you was at USC, did you play the national championship game against Texas? Oh man, why you gotta go there though? Oh, why, why, why there? Right. Why, why there? Uh, now Vince Young why wasn't that dynamic. That, that's like that's like asking Bill Clinton that question all over again. You know? like, <laughs> that that, that's like you just poured wounds, uh, salt all on my wounds. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, man, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Uh, it, it that that right there was probably one of the toughest games. Uh, but that game as well. If you guys watched that game, it went down to the wire, of course. Yeah. But uh, I, it, it, I don't even like to go to Texas. You know, I don't even think I could date a girl from Texas because of that. Uh, oh, I know so a girl it, that'll change it, your mind, brother. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's bad, but you know, um, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things that you kind of look at the game and you say. Uh, what could have we done better? Uh, you know, what things could have, could have happened? But um, to kind of cure that were, were the championships that we won um, before. Um, but it, it, nothing can ease your pain when you kind of look at that game over and over again. And that, unfortunately, that's what we're known for, you know. 
That's what we're known for is that that loss with Mike Vick. I mean, not Mike Vick, with uh, Vince Young. Yeah. Um, you know, and every time I see Vince out after that, I still see him to this day. You know, he's always like, hey, man, you know, how about that game? I'm like, yeah, how about the airplane tickets that you bought for yourself and you bought the whole plane? Where is that money at? Oh, you know, so we go back, we go back and forth with each other. But he's a good guy. I mean, it's it's all in love, all in fun. But college football is deep, and the, and the, the history is deep as well. You that know, was my question: What about Vince Young? He looked real dynamic in college, but when he got to NFL, he like he turned into a head case, and he couldn't get the job. Well, you guys got to remember it too, though, man. Like I, I explain this to people all the time: the difference from high school to college is what high school players are players that go out there you can probably put anybody on the field you know you're going to have a superstar or two out there that's going to play both sides of the ball they're going to go up and down the field and do what they got to do which is great when you get to college it's a little bit different about 60 percent of your team are guys that all americans from different school have the rest you know rest of the guys out there the rest 40 percent that are okay you know but they were good enough to make the team but from there to the pros Everybody on the pro team is that all-American, that that superstar, that that just as good as you are, maybe better. You know, waiting for that shot, waiting for you to to get hurt or mess up, and right. so they can go in and they take your job. Yeah. It only takes one mess up, man, or one mental mistake. One thing about Vince Young is it's known out there. I tell you guys, the playbook is very thick when it comes to the quarterback position. He wasn't able to grasp it as fast as he could. When he was in college, he was more of a, a gunslinger, if you want to say that, or more of a Mike Vick type of player, but a little bit bigger. So he would go out and run and use his feet, use his speed, use his size. And in the NFL, it's not that way. You have to have, you got to get in that book and know what you're doing because everybody out there is so good and so fast. The whole clothes is so fast that it's, it's something that you can't just ad lib. We've seen RG three try to do it. Look at him; he's hurt, he's banged up. He's probably not going to be the same anymore. Oh, you know, he's it, done. He's it's done. a history of all those type of players that you really go down the line and you say, "All right, if you don't know the book that well, it's going to hurt you in the long run because your feet going to get you so far, but you're going to get tore up." Yeah. Let me ask you one more question before we get to the Cubs. Uh, were you surprised that Matt Liner didn't? I thought I, I thought I used to play Madden. I thought Matt Liner was going <laughs> to. I thought Matt Liner was going. to. I thought Matt Liner. Hey, that's the problem. You pick Matt Liner. Hold on, that's hold how on. I, knew he was garbage and Madden. I thought Matt Liner was going to replace uh, Brett Favre in, in Green Bay. Oh my, he had a long stretch. I really, wow. thought, I thought he was that good, man. Uh, are you? Were you surprised a, that he? That he? I, go ahead. Were you surprised he didn't take off like in the NFL? I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I kind of look at I look at stats and look at numbers. And being that Matt was uh, was of course on my team, um, I I I thought that he would do okay, but I didn't think he was gonna be successful. Name and guys, if you do this and you kind of look back at it. Can you guys really name one great quarterback that's come from USC and succeeded in the NFL? I, I know I can't no. say it. Can you? Yeah. No, you can't. You can't. Well, period. Well, well, look at all the quarterbacks well, that came. Look at all the quarterbacks that came from USC and went into the NFL. And where Mark Sanchez? Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. Is he a great quarterback? No, he's not. Because that position is not the greatest position. Um, 
you know, that that goes into the NFL from USC. So I didn't think he was going to be very successful uh, when it came out to it. But I thought he was going to be be able to have a stable job and and do well on the team. It no, comes no, down to, I think, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I think it just—I think it just comes down to the point of what system you're in when you go to the league. You know, like if you're in the Patriots, uh, if you're Bill Belichick, you know, team, he can insert anybody in that position, and basically you're going to win. So, uh, you know, but he, he he went to the wrong team as well. Now, 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 considering like what you said about Matt Liner, about USC not really being known mostly for being a quarterback producing program now if you're a young you know high school senior you got a lot of teams courting your stuff if you had a son in that position uh taking out the fact that it's your alma mater how would you steer him if you got a good quarterback for a son would you want him to play you know at a not necessarily middling but like a top 10 school but maybe not something like usc so that way you kind of got a situation where you got talent around you but you also had a chance to struggle so you can learn a little bit better instead of having five All-American wide receivers who run 4-3 and, and the game is almost like pitch and catch in the backyard? Hmm. Right. First of all, that's a great question. Yeah, really, really uh, but but second of all, you're not going to catch me up on that and say that and get me to say that you <laughs> can go to USC. That's, 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 that's a very, very good question. Um, listen, when it comes down to it, I think any any father would would, would love um, for they 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 kid to go to the Auburn Martin. Um, my son, of course, you know he's a big boy, man. He's he's twelve years old. He, he he's probably the, the the bigger kid on the team. I know he's the biggest kid on the team when he goes out there and play, but. I, I would I would tell him to go ahead to USC. It's a lot of things that USC gave me, man. And, and it's, the one thing is that I I'm a true believer in that uh, football is not the end result of anything that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, NFL stands for not for long, right? So and that then the reason why it stands not for long because the average career is three years, and that's that running back. Average career is three. Actually, I think it's three point two five or something like that, uh, if you want to get to quote the numbers. And that's for a running back position. That's that, that's uh, probably the, the highest paid, the longevity type of position there. But um, it, I, I would just tell them, go to USC, man. Go to USC, get your education, get a good degree. Because when somebody looks at that paper and you go somewhere else, not only can they say, okay, you play football there, but they can say, well, he went to a great institution and uh, and and – Probably can succeed in life and, and do other things as well. And but the boot, and the boost. Any school that gives him money to go, man, he's going. There you go. I don't there you care go. Where it's at. That's the point I was trying to drive because the boosters at USC yeah. are great. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Who said I that? Wanna, That's a low blow. I want to. Hey man, you got you have some of the greatest questions and the greatest low blows I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> He just said, "Where'd you go to college at? Where'd you go to college at?" Oh, us? Wow. Us? Uh, I went to Triton. I went to. I went to Triton for a while, oh. and that was it. <laughs> Okay. Hey, ain't, ain't nothing. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with community college, man. As long as you get that degree and that paper, you know that's it. Yeah. It don't matter what it what it says on the front. Yeah. You know? I left it. At, I left it at the school, though. I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, hear hey. That. Yeah, I almost left mine too. 
Hey, her, can we? I want to move on to the Cubs real quick. Hey, man. Uh, see, oh, I want to get. I want to ask him one more football related question. Okay. And I, I let it go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Of course. Now, you see, NFL, we got a lot. I mean, a lot of crappy quarterbacks, right? You got every uh-huh. football camp quarterback. Camp, everybody's a quarterback coach, but every quarterback sucks. Now. Yeah. With, with the way, because mainly in college, they run in the spread. Run and shoot. Let's get it out. Let's get it out. One read, one look. Let's get it out. And when you go to NFL, it's a lot more complex. Why Why are the NFL coaches so stubborn as not to kind of change their playbook a little bit to meet the talent of the people they draft instead of saying, this is my playbook. You're going to run it. I don't care. We drafted you. I know you more of a Mar- Mariota type, but I want you to run this old West Coast. And he's not an accurate quarterback type thing. Why right. don't they right. cater their playbook to the people that they draft, especially a quarterback? Why can't they be a little bit more nimble when they come to that step? Well, that's a, uh, that's a great – man, you guys – I don't know how long you guys uh, took to get these questions up, but there are some good questions there. Uh, I'll I tell you what. Here's, here's the reason why. And, and I somebody asked me a similar question, but not as in-depth as you just did before. Um, I'm going to go in-depth to why it, it is like that. It's because the NFL really looks, and they, they put a lot of money into their scouting department. So when these guys go out and they scout these players, um, they look for players that fit, you know, certain offenses. Um, not talking about the 10, some of these players were not – um, good at, you know, what they did as far as, like, you know, if they went to Alabama, they probably didn't fit that well into the defense or the offense there, but they seen them play in high school before um, and and knew that they can transition over to a different type of player. Um, so the scouts that I talk to on a daily basis and, and, and try to figure out why some of these guys are picked and some of these guys are taken is because they, they kind of know in the in that all the – all the workouts that they see these guys in, that they're really good in transition and, and they're probably great athletes and can and can move, um, you know, into a different type of offense. Now, for for you, I get what you're saying as far as like why the coaches just can't adjust, you know, all their schemes because if they do that, like an NFL team, man, you got all these guys in there. Ninety nine percent of the guys have egos. And everybody wants the ball. Everybody thinks they're the best player. Everybody thinks that they're good. If the coach changes it for one person, it's going to be hell to pay for the rest of those guys. Mm-hmm. And we got to remember, college is different than pros because college, the coach makes more than the players sometimes, right. unless you went to University of Alabama or Ohio. No. But um, it, when you go to the pros, you have to look at, most of these guys, about 85% of the guys on the roster makes more than the coach. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell a grown man who profession it is that makes more money than you what to do, really. Unless you really you're Greg, unless you're Greg Popovich. They'll, they'll, they'll get you kicked out of the league. Unless you're Greg Popovich. He does a good job at telling his players. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The rings help make that decision, though. He ain't got no rings. He ain't telling nobody shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. All right, man. I, I got one more question before you start talking about your Cubs. <laughs> now, our man Big Dog on the show, he's from Alabama. Yeah. So, he thinks uh-huh. he's from Alabama. About the time. Time. So, Roll I have to think that Alabama is not going to go undefeated this year. If Penn State can beat Ohio State, I think that Auburn or LSU can knock off Alabama. 
Hey, what man, I got a good friend. Well, a, a guy that I played ball with, man, is actually one of the assistant coaches at the University of Alabama. Um, and Doug, Doug, uh, Doug, I, I tell you what, I talked to him, uh, Doug Belks, I talked to him the other day, and he was saying, I, I said the same thing as you. I was like, man, what do you guys think about, you know, Penn State actually beating up um, on Ohio, and, or Ohio State, I should say. And he said, you know what? Coach Saban looks at that tape and he plays it through the whole practice um, when, when something like that happens. And the reason why he does that is because he doesn't want these guys to think that they're bigger than the moment. Um, and, and that's a school like the University of Alabama uh, has been successful um, and, and been really good in what they do. Not only that, but who you say was who, who was the 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 fan of of this team there on your show, Big Dog. What's his name? Big, big dog. dog. Big Dog. But but Big but Big Dog knows as well that the the, the tide. You guys were giving me hell about how much the boosters pay. Good <laughs> God Almighty! Good God Almighty! I tell you what, man. I took a trip down there, and and I'm not going to give it all away. But hey, I would be a player on that team. Why would you want to go to the NFL? Hey man, well, there's nothing wrong with a little Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, it, but that's, I mean, that's a good question. I do. I think that they can be beat. Um, I think so. I think this is probably Alabama's weakest year when mm. you really look at the talent and the roster that they have. The reason why is because, I mean, they had so many pieces move. Um, but uh, it, it it's just frustrating, I guess, for Coach Saban and for those guys. I can't really speak for them down there um, as far as, like, losing as much as they did. And But they're still rolling, man. They're still a powerhouse. I still think that they'll be in the national championship game. Yeah. Yeah. They will. They'll definitely make the final four. All right, let me, uh, let's break yeah. up. I know you uh, – Cubs are in the World Series. I talked about that earlier. Uh, I gave a new yeah. hashtag. Uh I don't want to get you involved in it because you have a prestige job, but that's just my opinion. Uh, tell me, what do you <laughs> t- tell me? Uh, what do you is, is this the Cubs year or not? You know what, man? I, I said it uh, over and over again. I truly do think that this is the Cubs year because when you remember earlier, I told you guys with the championship comes a little bit luck. Yeah. If you look at all these uh, games that they played, man, it, luck is on their side for sure. Um, and I think all these guys in the locker room, the biggest thing, man, it's a couple of sports that the manager still matters. Yeah. And I believe baseball is one of those sports. Oh, most definitely. Um, when you when you have a Joe Madden in your locker room and he's a player's coach, he, he's down to earth, he buys the media drinks, you know, before the game. You know, he, he had all this strategized before the season even started. He's like, I'm going to get the media on my side. I'm going to get the fans on my side. Right. I'm going to get the players on my side. Yeah. Because if any call I want to do, and he's so controversial that, you know, he makes some things happen on the on the diamond that you're like, man, why did you just do that? But because you guys love him so much and you trust him so much, you're like, oh, that's just Joe. You know, yeah. anybody else, you'd be like, oh, man, uh, yeah. what was our coach on? And you I, know, I, that, that type of thing. I don't get how Boston let he, Epstein leave like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Why that's would they? True. Why I mean, would they let him leave like that? He changed that whole franchise over. He comes to Chicago and does, does the same thing. 
Just like a woman, well, man. Every time a woman just got to go. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, it's just like a woman. You're absolutely right when it comes to that. I, listen, I, I'm not even going down that road because you guys might get me on tape. And, you know, I end up, yeah, don't I end let up these guys lead you the wrong know, way. On a two-year show instead of interviewing on your show. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it, that's a good point that they let him go. But the reason why that he left uh, is because I believe that that all those guys there, they knew how far they had got in the organization that they were at. Yeah. And they wanted a challenge. What better challenge do you have? Think about this. What better challenge do you have to go to Chicago Cubs, take this team to the playoffs, possibly win a World Series yeah. in five years, right? Yeah. In five years. And then have your name as a legend in history yeah. alongside Michael Jordan in Chicago. Yeah. What? what I mean, look, look at the 85 Bears. If you see an 85 bear out right now today, they worship like they just won last year. You're right. Because that's what you know. So the Chicago Cubs, if they win this year, this team is going to go down to history because of what uh, talent they brought together, no matter how they did it. It's just that they brought it together and they did it. So, I mean, it's it's a history-written moment, and I guarantee you those guys, those coaches, they're going to be – they're going to write their their check. Kind of light check and just say whatever you want. We're gonna we'll give it to you. Yeah, That's man. the best position you can have. I'm excited. I, I think now they're down. Now they're down one one zero, and they're playing tonight. Actually, uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens because you're the same man I saw with the White Sox had no five. So no. all of a sudden they, they your cover. That was a gift. <laughs> that, that was a gift. I've been a Cubs fan all my life, and that's that is fact. That's a gift. That was somebody. Somebody was bought me that white, white, white sock hat for. What was that? Uh, Any bad hair day? Oh, when they won the World Series, I got baseball hats. Oh, okay, I got Yankees hats and all that kind of stuff. But anyway. well, yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, listen, it matches. It matches your shoes that day. Exactly. There, there Come on, I had a pair of Air Force yeah. Ones that go right with that hat. Right. Yeah, everybody got to go. Force Ones to go with a hat. <laughs> 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 hey, here we go. Now let's get into this. Is is this Jay Cutler's last year? You know what, man? Uh, yeah, you guys should years ago should have been Jay Cutler's last year. Um, I truly, I, I didn't understand why you guys even picked him up and paid what you guys do. Do you guys even remember what you guys got back for Jay Cutler, or, or what you guys paid for Jay Cutler uh, when he came from Denver? Probably not. Um, if 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 you look at the trade, if you look at the whole situation, it was a disgusting type of situation when you really look at it. Mm. Uh, but it, it, Jay Cutler, he he's been nothing but mediocre since he's landed in Chicago. Yeah. Um, if you think he's going to get better, then I think you should go get your head checked. <laughs> um, that's just my opinion. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where you kind of really look at Jay Cutler, and you have to. I, I'm not a, a guy that looks at the numbers or looks at the numbers and say because numbers can lie. Um, you know, if you look too deep into it, it can make anybody look great. Uh, if you really want to look at the numbers, you can say Tim Tebow is the best quarterback in the last three years. Oh. Yeah, he is, because the numbers say so. But that's that's why I said I don't look at the numbers uh, when it comes down to it. You have to look at – I'm an eyeball guy. You know, on the field, if you look like you're you're not playing well, you're not playing well. Um, and, and for me, and I'm sure probably for you guys that are Bears fans, um, when he went out the game uh, – what was it, the playoff game? Yeah. He said he was injured, and yep. he sat on the sideline. I remember he that. He gave up on his team. 
He gave up on his team. And then for this year, for this year to have uh, a, a player that's on the pup list um, come up and get in your face and none of your teammates take up for you, if you guys play football, you guys all know that that offensive line protects the quarterback yep. like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to let anybody, especially somebody on the team, get in his face and make them look bad. Let me tell you because something, man. usually your quarterback is close to your, your offensive line. Let me tell you something, brother. When I was in high school, I was the running back, and Joe Dirt was on my offensive line. And he played running back freshman year. And, and, that's and let me tell you something. He's still blocking. And <laughs> hey, he's still blocking for me to this day, brother. He's still blocking for you. You was at the five-yard line. Everybody else is behind the 50. Nobody around to touch you. You just dropped the ball. Uh, Enough about me. Oh, man. Hey, let's let's talk. uh, Let's get into the NBA real quick. Uh, Okay. The Bulls. How do you look? How do you think they're going to look? Man, I've been talking with a lot of people, man. And I've even told – I told Sid what uh, one of my friends said. And uh, I – I think the Bulls might be okay this year. Mm-hmm. The East, you think so? I think they. Well, might. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that you think so, um, because I, I I truly don't. I, and I think I, I truly I truly think that the Bulls really got D Wade because it was just a hometown deal. You know, yeah. they didn't get they didn't get a discount, but it was a hometown type of thing. They lost they lost Derrick Rose. They lost Joakim Noah. You know. And they had nobody to fill the seats. Would you went to the Bulls game if D Wade wasn't there? No, you can't fill the seats. No. You, you can get a, you can get two dollars and forty four cent gas and a Bulls ticket. That's what you were going to get. But now it's it's like okay, well we have something to kind of sell, fill the seats until D Wade kind of retires and move along. Um, I think the Bulls will be, you know, they, they'll have an okay record. Do I think that they will make it into the playoffs? I don't think so. No, you don't think they'll make the playoffs? My, uh, uh, hey, nope, I don't think so. I think they just got this in case so. of too many chefs in the kitchen. You know, Rondo, Butler, uh, Wade, that's just too many, too many I want to be the main main voice type guys. Now, and when you got three you got three chefs in the kitchen, man, the food always going to come out bad. Now, I don't know about that because yeah. Wade, Wade said he didn't want to be the man. He said, man, I know Wade, come on, man, come on. That guy well, like, you know what, Wade, Wade, Wade doesn't want to be the man, and, and I believe that when he says it, but guess what? He has to be the man. Yeah. He has to be. Like, so everybody's going to look to him. You can't look to Rondo. Rondo's a firecracker waiting to happen. He's going to get suspended sometime this year. <laughs> D-Wade's going to sit out, you know, elite. I mean, he's going to sit out a, a good, great number of games because he's he's just old. You know, his body's old. He's shutting it down. Then you got to – the biggest piece I'm going to bring to this, guys, and you really have to look at it. I know it's a business, but you got to think about it in a mental standpoint too. If you were Jimmy Butler – and they this this team tried to get rid of you. Yeah. I mean, to the point of all the time, every time, like every deal that came up, Jimmy Butler was in. Yeah. And then they want you to come back and say, Okay, I, I'll just forget about that guys. It's, it's part of business. I I know, you know, you guys want me to be the face of your team. He doesn't feel secure. He really doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't even want to play for this team. I mean, yeah, he want to go to he Minnesota. He'd rather be up with Tim Tibble. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 just not a happy scene for Chicago. But this is Chicago madness all over again. They didn't even treat Jordan good. So let's right. not think that let's not think that Chicago has been the best thing since sliced bread. 
they they haven't treated any of their players good. This is why. This is the whole reason why. I'm gonna give you guys a quick insight before you guys ask me another question. I was told by somebody. I'm not gonna say who, but I, I'm not gonna throw rumors out there. Somebody said that the reason why LeBron didn't come, LeBron and D-Wade didn't come to Chicago is because Jordan told them not to. Ooh. I can believe it. I believe it, too. Yeah. I believe it, too. Wow. I believe it. Hey, you know what? I got to ask you this question, and I, I I got to ask you this question. And said, I think I asked you this before, too. Why yeah. can't why can't Jordan move the Charlotte Bobcats to Chicago? What do you mean? Why? Why can't he? You know how teams. You know. You know how teams move to different cities. Why wouldn't yeah. Jordan move the Bobcats to to Chicago and give them a new name? Because Chicago wouldn't let him. It's, it's, not, it's not an open. It's not an open market. It's kind of you got to you got to you got to kind of think about it like a um, kind of like let's let's just go with like a a, a Papa John's or something like that. When you buy into a Papa John's franchise, yeah. you actually have that area, you know, and before anybody can. Just be able to move a Papa John's into your area. Uh, you you have to get it approved by that owner that's already there. Um, the Chicago Bulls know what Jordan got. I mean, let's be honest. I'm a Jordan fan. I love Michael Jordan. Not like that, but I love like you know the player Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, he should have had a piece of the Bulls a long time ago. Yeah. Anybody anybody that that gives your team that much, you should. He should have easily had a piece of the Bulls, but um, he he's feeling slighted, and that's why as soon as he could get out of Chicago, he sold his house and got out of here. You know, because he 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 was like, listen, this city, I've given so much to it. Right. It's time for me to go and go. You know. Right. And, um, but, I just don't get how New York has two basketball teams, and L.A. has two basketball teams. They're the two big major yeah. cities. Chicago's the third. Why can't Chicago have two? Uh, that happened. The LA situation happened so long ago, though. I mean, you know, it's, still, yeah. it's still two yeah. teams. Right? Brooklyn situation, I was I was kind of surprised, but I guess they but they had to thought that was a good look for the city. There's no way they they, uh, if they gonna move them anyway. I could see them moving them to Seattle and giving them giving Seattle back to SuperSonics. Yeah, the Bur- Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets, and, and you guys can look deeper into this. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets is a that's a totally different situation. The Brooklyn Nets was meant to be. An international deal. Uh, what I mean by that is Jay Z. Of course, everybody says, "Okay, Jay Z, all the the Brooklyn Nets." No, he didn't. He had 0.9 percent of the team. What I mean by 0.9 percent of the team, the reason why he had 0.9 percent of the team is because a billionaire that lives overseas um, wanted into the NBA. He had to use somebody that was in the United States so he can buy a piece of the business. So he gave Jay Z 0.9 percent. Said, "You put your name on it, and this is your way into it." Jay Z took it, of course. I mean, point nine percent of a billion dollar team is, is of course, going to be a, a great number amount of money. But he had no say so in it. Uh, now I think Jay Z pulled away. I think he backed off of that. Um, I'm not, I'm not a hundred, ten percent correct on it, but I think he kind of backed off of that, uh, that, that deal and, and kind of bought, or got bought out or something yeah, like he that. Yeah, sold it, I think. Um, but. They were trying. They were trying to build a relationship with with owners overseas, and the reason why they were doing that is because the United States. When you really look at the United States, there's no more old money here for the old guys. You know, look at all the NBA owners. They're all old, except for Mark Cuban, and um, you probably got like oh the uh, the brothers uh, in Sacramento. 
Yeah. Um, Clippers. So they're really, yeah, they're really old, old guys. Yeah. Um, so the old money is gone, and the new, the new millionaires and billionaires are these Microsoft guys, mm-hmm. all the guys that do apps and stuff like that. And the NBA doesn't want those guys in it, so they have to go overseas and try to get these older billionaires to buy into the NBA. That's what's happening. I believe it. Hey, hey, how do you feel about the Knicks with Derrick Rose there now? Um, I will, I I said this in the beginning. I, I wasn't a huge D Rose fan, but I, I truly think he's going to do better. Um, I think he's going to do better in New York than he did here. So, this is my whole theory, and no other theory behind it. I think whenever a player plays for the city that he he grew up in, yeah. it's bad business. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because every single night you got to worry about ticket sales. You got to worry about okay, well, you know, this family member wants this, yeah. uh, or you know, and you can't you can't get away from it and say no and sleep comfortable, you know, because yeah. everybody knows where you live at. Everybody knows everybody knows you're in the city, you know. So it's 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 kind of bad business for it. So I think him just getting away, it takes a lot of that mental capacity away from him and say, I can just focus on the court and play ball. Um, I really can't remember uh, a, a player that grew up in a city um, and played there, and he was like, you know, great. I think or, or really uh, LeBron James. Like LeBron that. James uh, turned out pretty good. I don't know if you heard of him. Yeah, he left. He left. He left too. So <laughs> came back and brought that ring. You got to remember that. And you give him another season, he's gonna leave again. But it's Akron, Ohio, too. Yeah. It's, how many people do you have there? You, a population of two hundred twenty thousand people, or something like that. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's not really, it's not really a whole lot to do in Akron, Ohio. So. I'm sure he's passing out tickets there. Yeah, of course. Big dog. T- tell the well, herd. What do you think I'm about that? I want to say one bro. thing. I, I think Chicago, I give them credit for one thing. Put it like that. Oh. They did take care of D Rose. Because, I mean, this guy. Money wise? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're right. You're right. Money wise, he, he got taken care of. Uh, and, and listen, Chicago, Chicago did it big, but they did it big the wrong way, you know? Like they tried to make up for all the mistakes that they made in the past, and they gave it to a player, and D Rose, you know. And D Rose is a great talent. I just think he has got, you know, he's got caught up with so much, man. You give a young guy that much money. You remember Eddie Curry? Yes. Look at him, man. He got paid big bucks. Yeah. Just got caught up in so much stuff. Like he was from this city, you know. He he just everything kind of. You put all that weight on your back, man, and you, you can't you can't really hold on to it if nobody is really leading you down the right path to do it. You got people that you went to high school with, elementary school with, and you don't want to see them struggle. And this is where all these guys get in trouble with. Like, you know, you see Antoine Walker walking around, one of the biggest, he's one of the highest paid players that ever entered the NBA, yeah. period, as far as contract goes. Yeah. And he doesn't have that money because of the situation that, you know, at hand. Yeah. But it, it, it just sucks that these guys got to go through that, man. And, and uh, I wish it was something that we can do to better help those guys manage their money. But that's millionaire problems, and I'm not on that level. So <laughs> I, I, would, I, I would love to have those type of problems. Yeah. You think, you know, I, I go back and forth. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was saying, you know, I go back and forth with you guys about D Rose all the time, and I feel like, <laughs> I mean, this guy only played what half of a season. You know, what I'm saying, it's, I mean, it's robbery. He and thinks love him to death. He thinks Derrick Rose is like the NBA's version of Jamarcus Russell. I won't say that. I can't. I can't go that deep. I can't go that deep. Yeah. I. I. I mean, you know, Jamarcus Russell. Uh, he. He was almost. They almost uh, put him on the same level as. Um, what's the What's the guy that played for the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, was from San Diego. Man, I can't remember his name. Uh, but it, yeah, Achilles Smith. Yeah, they put him on the same level as that guy. Yeah, it he was terrible, too. pretty funny. <laughs> but see, the thing, yeah, he was horrible. The two wasn't good in college, I didn't think, though. No, I don't think so. I never, I I never got that. Yeah, he was just a big, he was a big force, man. He's a big body, man. Yeah. If you got a body that big, you know, you, you're going to basically, he was, he was uh, Cam Newton before Cam Newton, you know, oh. in college. So, that's, that's what that's He what had that, that big game against Notre Dame, and I think that just... Skyrocketed him. He, I, I, I never thought he was a real talent. Yeah, I mean, D Rose is a talent, but he just never available. Oh man, get off D Rose's back. You got hurt. Hey, listen, hey, listen, listen, man. I'm not from Chicago, but I'm trying to stay safe in Chicago. I'm not <laughs> keep talking about this D Rose stuff. Yeah, I, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Smart yeah, man. I, somebody, somebody, come up to me in an Adidas hat. I'm like, sir, I don't you got the wrong Charles Hurd. I, I wasn't even on that show. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, hey, you think Otis they can go eighty and two since they lost a the game already? Absolutely. Uh, eighty and two? Wait a minute. Did you hear what did you hear the out. question? Did you hear what just this guy just asked? Yeah, I think I said he go eighty one and one, but eighty and two is oh, 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 no. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Go to go to state. It's going to take them some time to get the chemistry together, you know. That's any team. Yeah. I mean, you got that many superstars on your team. It's going to take some time to, to figure out some things, and some people are going to have to be unselfish. Yeah. I know they all said, "Oh, I'm willing to give up the ball," but really, so, you're not going to, you're not willing to give up the ball. Um, but I think I, I think that they're 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 a great squad, man, and I think um, I think KD will get a ring next year. You know no. what? They need to uh-huh. change. They need to make a lineup change right now. You know they, they need to put that kid Javale McGee in and start him because they got a bunch McGee? of guys. Yes, they Did need you to say McGee. They need to start okay. that Did kid. That girl shacked in the fool all the time. Yeah, but you, all you need yeah. him for is to get rebounds. He's, like, he's worse. He's worse than Dickie Simpkins. Now what? Dang, I mean, uh, I'm gonna say all that now. Hey, that guy is on TV for the wrong stuff. One all thing the time. about it, brother, you can't teach big. And you can't teach big. That that guy is about the, the height of the rim. Man, this NBA though, this ain't high school. And all they need yeah. him for, hey kid, get your ass down there, get these rebounds, and and and, and be. Yo, just like his eighth year in the league, he ain't did it yet. He ain't he's been doing he, now. He's been injured for like two years. This what about <laughs> see, it's easy when he's been he's been injured for two years because he keeps hitting his head on the backboard. Uh, like exactly. Like, Sometimes you underneath the backboard. But see, don't, don't walk into it. But here's the thing, though. Sometimes this is how you deal with a big dummy. You just tell the big dummy, "Look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna simplify the job for you. All I need you to do is two things. I don't need you to score. I just need you to stand your ass in the middle 
and and be a force <laughs> in here to block shots and get all the get all the rebounds because that's what they had. They got that kid uh, Jaja Pachulia and he and he does nothing. Yeah. So you put JaVale McGee in there and you tell him that's how you do that's how you do dummies. I've been dealing with one dummies. One game, man. It's one game. But I'm telling you, yeah. on one hundred. <laughs> I'm telling you, let's have this conversation again between Christmas. Let's do it in February. Let's see Golden State between Christmas and All Star break. I bet you they be. Yeah. That's when they're going to catch yeah. their about Christmas. Christmas to the All-Star break. From that period, Christmas to All-Star break, they're going to have the league on fire. They got killed on the rebound. Man, those, those guys don't like no physical play, though, man. And that's why you put JaVale man, you McGee gotta, in. You got you to really look at the coach, though, man. You guys said it in the beginning of the interview. I yeah. mean, Coach Popovich, man, he's a yeah. he's a hell of a coach. Oh, he, you know, he, he's, he, he reminds me. So I played basketball and football in, in, in high school, man. And, yeah. um Coach Popovich, he actually went to the same high school as I did, uh, but he he reminded me of those old ball coaches that used to go four corners with three minutes left in the first quarter and just try to hold you out, you know. Yeah. And you you would get so upset as a team like me, you would get so mad because you're like, man, these guys don't want to play ball. But it was an all mental thing. Yeah. It was all mental. You know, he, he just wanted to see what type of mental game did you have? Were you, were you guys good enough to to just sit back and, and play the game of basketball versus letting your talent take over? Golden State's very talented. Yeah. Very talented. Probably one of the most talented teams in the NBA. Mentally, they're not there. Who the reason why them? mentally they're not there is, is because you, you look at you look at uh, San Antonio, they're a very mentally smart team. Right. And what about uh, uh, Steph Curry versus uh, Clay Thompson? Ooh. Far as what? Well. Uh, uh, should I say all around? Overall? Yeah. Overall? All around, I would have to give it to Steph Curry. The reason why I say that is because Steph Curry can handle the ball for you. He can shoot. He can go to the hole. Clay Thompson's starting to get a little bit of that. I, I see he, him starting to show that he can uh, he can go to the hole. But he's a great shooter. He's a hell of a shooter. You know, um, but you know he was. You always have those guys like Trajan Langdon. I don't know if you oh, guys remember that yeah. name. They Alaska called him the Alaskan Assassin oh, uh, back in that. the day. Um, he, you guys didn't. You guys didn't think I knew my stuff. I know. I know. I Trajan Langdon. Uh, he he was a shooter, man. He was a shooter, but he didn't make it well in the NBA because in the NBA. A lot of shooters don't last that long, yeah. and this is why Clay Thompson, at the end of the last year, you kind of seen him going to the hole a little bit more right. and trying to try to pick up that game. If he had that and he was a little bit stronger, let me just tell you what: Golden State would have won that championship again last year. Right. Um, J.R. Smith took advantage of that, took advantage of of of, of all those situations, I, man, because just, he knew what they could do. I just think it was a dumb pass by Steph Curry. That's that's what cost him the NBA Finals. You threw I mean, a, yeah, yeah, one pass, one pass never, one pass never makes a game, though. I don't know one about that, bro. It, it, it was a wrap around the back pass with, with with forty five seconds left. I think that cost him the game. Anyway. It's only dumb now because it didn't work. We be saying it's the greatest play in NBA history had it worked and they won. Yeah. It just it just yeah, wasn't yeah. smart to do with the with the it's game. It's just on one play though. Hey, who did, who, did, who did Steph Curry remind you guys of though? Think about it. Wow. Who did Steph? Who came before Steph Curry in the NBA? Steve Francis. Let me answer it for you. Shoot, like for you? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm going. Steve Francis, good friend. I, I'll bring him on the show for you guys. Oh. Steve Francis, good friend of mine. I love him. Bring I'll him. bring him on the show for you guys next time. But it's, hey, it's Nick not, Van Nexel, that's who he reminds me it, of. Nick Van Nexel. Nick, he got a little bit of Nick. But what about this? What about the white chocolate? What about Jason Williams? Oh. Jason used to come down. He used yeah. to throw some of the dumbest passes in the world. Yeah. He used to throw some of the dumbest passes in the world. Yeah. He could shoot. He could get to the hole. Yeah. He used to get beat up. Yeah. But what came down to it was he had to stop being flashy. He couldn't do it. Yeah. He yeah. couldn't stop being flashy. That's why his career didn't go where it was. Steph Curry's a little bit smart enough to know, okay, I can throw passes like this a little bit, but yeah. I can't really do it too much. The reason why Mark Jackson got fired for that job is because he told him, listen, you can't do those type of passes. You can't do this. And they, and they pushed him out of that locker room. I thought Mark he got Jackson fired the because of thing that happened to that. Lo- I thought he got thing. fired because of those the, the the marks he made about homosexuals. No, come on. Because he got on. because he's blackballed, brother. Listen, he, he's blackballed. Listen, they won't even let think, him back just, in. Just, just think about it. Just think about it. You could how many how many coaches anywhere make bad comments or get DUIs or sleep with girls or sleep with college students and they still coach. Yeah, but you in know, San Francisco though. In San Francisco, you can't make those statements because the next year they brought in Jason Collins as an assistant coach after they fired Mark Jackson. So that tells me everything. Well, San Francisco has the same gay population as Chicago and Miami. It, it doesn't matter where you at. You know, you can't make those comments. I agree with you, but it just seems like he's blackballed. I mean, he didn't give. A, he, why didn't Why didn't Mark all Jackson? All people would do is, is come out and say, "Okay, Mark, listen, put a flag on your chest." Um, and we're, we're going to make this happen. We're going to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, that's all. That's all they would have did. But I tell you uh, what, it's, it's Steve a, Kerr. It's Steve a PR Kerr nightmare, but it's not a firing offense. I tell you what, Steve Kerr. Now he came in and took Mark Jackson's team with these trades and yeah. all this stuff. This is Steve Kerr's yeah. team. So now he has to yeah. win with his own team. He's going to have to figure this formula out. What he's going to do, and I think the first move he needs to make is put JaVale McGee as a center for that team. And then you're going to get Steve Kerr fired as soon as he do that. JaVale, <laughs> he, he already, he needs hey, somebody. man, listen. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll make you this deal. Let's, let's do it like this. We go out to Golden State, all right? You tell Steve Kerr that. You put you put me in the building with him, brother, and I'll tell him. <laughs> he, 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 he may not ever be allowed back in that building, though. <laughs> hey, man, he, he he put him, he brought him he invited him to the mini camp. He put him on the squad. Play him. What you what you put him on the team for? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you got to fill the bench somewhere. Yeah, you know? oh, you got to fill the bench somewhere. I'm telling you, you know, we still it with CB. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, okay. You guys got any more questions before we? Uh, I, 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 let me ask you this. Give me your Super Bowl prediction. Who's winning the Super Bowl this year? Oh man, Super Bowl. We going Super Bowl already? Um, Super Bowl. Oh, hey, that's a that's a good uh, that's a good question. Always man. go with the Patriots, um, man. You can't go wrong saying the Patriots. Right. <laughs> no, I don't think the Patri- I don't think the Patriots make it this year, guys. No, I really don't. Oh. Nope, I really don't. Uh, I think the NFL has it out for the Patriots. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I can't. I can't tell. I, I have you seen? I, the, have you seen the last four games? I can't tell. <laughs> really I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it like this. I truly think that uh, if Cam was still still healthy and still in it, oh, I would have easily picked uh, Carolina. 
just because of the the, the, the the chemistry that he has out there. Defense is um, terrible. What about the Oakland Raiders? Nah. Anybody nah. talking about the Oakland Raiders? Nah, they're talking I ain't about them. I think they're gonna make the um, They look good. They make the big I, I say, I say, Oakland, Oakland does a thing. I, I, that's a hard question, man. I really can't, I really can't, can't even pick two because I do the Super Bowl each year, and I don't want to pick two teams, and then I go out there, and I get cursed out because yeah. uh, <laughs> I picked the two wrong teams. Uh, um, I don't know this, this year, can man. I, can I defer on that? And you guys give me a different question. Okay. Uh, yeah, you that, said, that, you depending on how Big Ben come back, I think Pittsburgh gonna make it. I think it's gonna be them in the in the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. That's a good. Bet. Well, Pittsburgh's always there. Pittsburgh's always in you know in the playoffs in the running uh, like that because that's just that's just the team that they have, and that's a, just a statement. Defense wins games, man. Uh, you know, the, they defense has always been one of the things that carry them over. Big Ben is just a huge guy to take down. Yeah. Um, what about the Cowboys? Uh, if you act, say what? What about the Cowboys? You think the Cowboys is gonna um, be in the Super Bowl this year? I, I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. Say that again. The Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't say that, please. Don't <laughs> say that. Got, the, the Cowboys haven't won a playoff game in like six years, so we we, we have to win a playoff game first before yeah. you can actually. Well, they got uh, Dak. Go they got Super Dak now. No, it's not gonna happen, man. It's it's. Listen, the Cowboys have always been that team that uh, it's America's team, if you want to call it that. Uh, but they, they, how? How are they going to make it? They got more confusion on their team than anything else, starting with the owner. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't know if he wants to be a GM or owner. Yeah. You, got, you got Tony Romo that wants his position back when he comes back, but does he deserve it? Yeah. You, know, you got Daz Bryant over there that cries about everything, but he makes the most money on the team. Right. Can't be a leader, you know. It, what, what, anytime you have your star player that has to have a personal guy that walks him around the city like a baby, it's, <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. They should trade Dez, man. Mm. There's too much money. Too much money in them. You too much get money. For him? What you gonna get for him? Yeah, you can get Any a color. Third. You can get a third for Dez, a second. Mm. We won't get a first because he got too much. Too he, he too much of a headache. Okay, who you got yeah, winning the NBA NBA finals? You going the Cavs, Warriors, who you name? Oh man, I, I think the Warriors are gonna make uh make it to the NBA finals. I don't think they win this year. I wow. think that they win next year. Wow. I don't see Cleveland going back. I, I just can't I can't do it. Can't see them going back to back. Um So who's gonna win? That's a good question. Somebody else gotta fill that void. Hey, um Indiana Pacers. Well you really yeah. Nah, nah. Listen, I think the Pacers nah. look good. Damn good. The Pacers do look good, man. They look good every year, though. You know, they 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 not as good as this year. To be fun. Yeah, they they're forced, you know, in and out. But yeah. man, it's 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 a tough it's a tough fight. It's a tough fight. West Coast is a little bit easier to pick because you kind of look at the teams that you got out there. But the East. Yeah, you would you would look at like Cleveland because they're one of the top teams out there. But I just think that they're going to get beat at, along the way, or they might get beat up along the way because um, they they really don't have a whole lot to to fight for this year. Yeah. I mean, they won a championship last year. Um, they come out this year. Of course, they might try to. I think they're going to try to go for the record of how many games they won because 
LeBron in his head he wants to be like Mike. Yeah. So he wants to wants to beat the record. He yeah. Wants to be known as that. No problem with that. Sale. But yeah. but at some point in time, your body starts to get beat up and wore out. Um, and I think he's just coming down to those years. You know, his hairline's gone, <laughs> so he 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 doesn't have a whole lot that he's riding on anymore. I'm not joking on nobody's hairline. Hey, Herb, I don't think man. Golden State gonna make it back. <laughs> mm. well, Do I think what? I don't think Golden State gonna make it. You don't think Golden State gonna make it back? Nah. Mm. Really? It's Why just, is that? I just feel like somebody's gonna knock him off. Maybe, maybe San Antonio. Nah. Not, not I mean, San Antonio is good for one game, but not five, uh, not seven. Yeah, but you know one thing about Steph, he always. He cares about the finals, man. He just depression. Yeah, he never show up. Yeah. And he's he won a championship the already. Yeah, he, yeah, he didn't show up. Mm. He got a chip. The year they won it, every team they played had somebody injured. Yeah, yeah you can only play the competition that's in front of you. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm just saying I, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think they're gonna get back. Hey man, the NBA is a long season. That's another long, very long season. Yeah, very. Uh, it's 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 one of those leagues that it can change overnight because you never know who's hurt, you know. But NFL is a different animal in itself. You know, that's just like that's just like baseball. You know, it's a very long season, and the people that look good, you know, during the regular season might not look good um, during you know during the playoffs because. Now you gotta kind of put everything into a five-game series or a seven-game series, yeah. um, and, it's, and that's very tough to do when it when it comes down to it. But I, I truly, I truly think they go to state will make it back, man. I mean, I don't see anybody on the West Coast that's really gonna give them a, a run for their money. Um, not with the talent that they got. Big dogs country rap team of the week. Big dogs country rap team of the week. This is your boy Big Dog, and I'm going inside the cave on the Cave Podcast with Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. Inside the cave. Got to comment how you do that. Thing. It's been 13 years and they went nowhere. Still, one of the coldest ever done this shit, and ain't no motherfucking question on who run this bitch. I got my nigga Eric Sherman go supply the beat, and I'll be in the vocal supply the heat. I spit the game for the street G's blocks and thugs. Here's the rip shotguns and boxing gloves And it's a big red line between my boys and eight Got a $50 sack rush blood I'll be your south side nigga till the said dust And I was always taught to take the bread and run Here it is, motherfucking moment of truth I came in one team, that what you hoes wanna do All these Rolex watches ain't shit to me And the crystal pop it ain't shit to me Bitches out popping ain't shit to me It ain't shit to me Inside the cave. I saw this niggas like gag on it. You a motherfucking powder puff. I just had water. I'll blow you punk bitches out the frames. And I'ma make you hoes remember my name. I'm the J E S S E J A M E S. I'm shutting niggas down. Hey, child, it's mine. I'm letting you know now. So hush with the talk talk. Claiming you gon' put it on the map. Well, I done already done that. So following the footsteps of the gangster shit's violence. Since 1987, this is Scarface. Time. I'm gonna stop you at the moment of truth. 
last man standing. What you wanna do? So you got tight flow. Madsell Inc. Custom t-shirts. The Midwest hustles harder. Madsell Inc. Midwest hustles harder. The Midwest does. Madsell Inc. On Instagram. Your local addict's favorite hustler. Hey, now I heard, man, uh, we have a lot of female listeners on this show, too, and our female co-host was supposed to be on today, but I guess she didn't make it okay. when she saw that we had sport. So we got, I, I need you to stay over, I need you to talk, uh, we have this segment called Cat's Corner, and usually our female co- co-hosts uh, answer these questions. I got a couple sport, a couple people sending some sports questions, and I just want you to give your opinion on it, and uh, the guys will uh, participate in it as well, okay? Give me, yeah. Okay, here we go, here we go. It's called Cat's Corner. It is now time for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. This is from Anonymous. My son wants to play football. You ain't gonna edit it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go, here we go. My son wants to play football, but I don't want him to play at all. My husband, the son's stepdad, she put that in parentheses, wants him to play too, and keeps telling him, don't worry about it, I'll let you play. And I made the mistake of saying, he's not your son. But I was angry and scared and scared of the worst happening to my son. Now my marriage is rocky and my son and I relationship is not the same either. What should I do? Well, since Kat's not here, heard, I'll let you go first. What do you think, man? I'm going to tell you what. I mean, she's still upset because she wrote in there in parentheses, you know, uh, as stepfather, you know. Yeah. I mean, when it, when, it, when it comes down to it, man, um, the sport of football, you know, playing sports is really not up to, you know, uh, to the kids. I mean, when it comes to like an elementary, high school level, whatever like that, because it's all about the parents and what they want them to do. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, the, the father or the male figure is going to want their kid to play the sport because it's just, it's just us. You know, we want to see our boy out there making hits and catching the ball. The mom of the situation is like, listen, I want my son to have a brain at the end of the day. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough situation. You know, right now, I think you just got to do what's best for the kid. Uh, and if that's, and if that's you know, him staying out of the sport, and, and at the end of the day, she's a mom, he's a stepdad, so he really doesn't have a whole lot to say in the situation. So, yeah. now, uh, now her- I, all, I, all I can say is good luck. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, heard. I'm going to excuse you because we this is you. This segment usually gets ignorant. I'm going to make sure that you have nothing to do with this. Joe, what's your response? Um, I, really, I really ain't got no response on that. I one. do. Really? Really? I do because I'm a stepfather too. Okay. So look. <laughs> well, you know, my oldest is my stepson, and he played football. I, I don't mind. I, his mom wanted him to play more than I do. That's the crazy part. Mm. Go Martini Broncos, but my baby boy. You know, I I asked her about. It. I'm like, look, man, I don't know. You know, I kind of rather him play basketball or, or even baseball than football. And she gung ho about the football, but, but to the point of the stepson, look, if we sharing the roof, we sharing responsibilities. If I'm paying his way, just like I'm his regular daddy. I'm taking to get his haircuts, making sure he's good, making sure he's fed. Ain't no all of a sudden I'm the step daddy. Okay, well let me step some of this money back. Let's talk about that. <laughs> talk to me about that now. Okay, uh, you play yeah. the stepdaddy role when you mad, 
No, 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 no. Okay, but let, let me see what you can do with a step down from this financial situation. And you won't go <laughs> said, get said, it back. Said, said this letter is not about you, brother. You're taking it personal. It's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why my hey, he, he, he got it. He got it to his feelings real quick, boy. Oh, he was, he was about to. Hey, 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 man. Pass that offer the rail. Let's let's collect a place. Hey man, I, I, no, I've been in the situation. I know. Hey, don't play that game with me. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, hey, listen, man. I, I feel you. My marriage failed, so I can't give no good knowledge on that. I, I just can't do it. Yeah, you know. It ain't for everybody. It ain't for everybody. Big dog, you got something on this? One? Man, I gotta agree with said. Man, I, I don't have nothing else to add to that. Uh, hey, now, now, heard we got another one. This is the last one, actually. Uh, now, actually, we actually asked this before, and uh, I think we didn't, I never aired it. But this is from a guy from Texas. We call he calls himself Last Name Jackson. That's that's his name, Last Name Jackson. Jackson. So uh, he says, "What's wrong with my wife? I can't get her to leave me alone on Sundays. We go through this every season. That Sunday is game day." Do she want me to go upside her head? Uh, now, on, on this show, we do not, uh, especially when you're talking about NFL, domestic, we do not deal with any of that. So, no, she does not want you to go upside her head. But, her, what are you thinking, man? What's, what's, what's Jackson <laughs> i tell you what, man. Like, it, it, what I would do in that situation, I've been in there. I've done it. You know, I work a whole lot. Yeah. So, my relationships are, are always rocky, to say the least. But I'm always gone. Or whatever. So what I do is like if I know I want to watch the game on Sunday, you yeah. know what I do? The whole week, I'm like, "Hey, babe, what you want to do? But come on, let's let's go do this. Let's go let's go do that." So that way, I did so much stuff to where on Sunday she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna let him watch the game. Wow. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let him sit there and 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 and, and do what he gotta do because he didn't bought me this. You know, we went out and did this. So I." I I try to play that role, but not to understand, man. You can't stop a woman from doing what she want to do. Yeah. You really can't. You can hope. Sid. You can hope, but you can't. Hold on, that, that was amazing. That was amazing. Now. Sid, have you ever tried what her said? Have you ever tried that? I said I'd take a uh, momentary break, but uh, I tried that with my ex-wife, uh-huh. and that shit ain't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why she's an ex, I man. I think she did it on purpose, though. You know, she knew yeah. I wanted to watch football, yeah. but she wanted to come in and sit on the couch and talk to me through the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, uh, the ex. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know how that go. Hey man, stop asking me all them goddamn questions. <laughs> I, I can't even play football for damn the ten years. You know the fucking rules now. Uh, <laughs> you know the teams. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey heard. Hey, appreciate you uh, participating in that segment. I gotta ask you a couple more questions. Uh, just to let, this is just to have some fun with you, real quick. Hey, yeah, you been to the ESPYS, man? The ESPYS? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I stopped going to the ESPYS, man. I, I used to be a little bit more um the are cool it just it just became a little bit too much mm. um yeah it's it's cool if they bring the freak nick back i'll go there oh but, who said that? <laughs> that's right down big dog alley right there <laughs> I, I, you know I'll go, I'll go there but i that's these you know it's just it, it, it was cool i had time but yeah. um 
Great event means a lot. All right, right, here we go. His name was Charles Heard from the Big Heard Show on ESPN. Hey, brother, give give everybody your social media where they can find you, where they can check you out, and get more sports information from the Heard. Yeah, absolutely. I'm revamping all my uh, all of my my uh, sports, well, all of my social media. So the Big Heard Show is one. Um, Charles Heard ESPN is another one. Um, I will be having my new website up here uh, within the next 72 hours, be mm-hmm. certified on Twitter, all that stuff. My agent's been kicking my butt to do it. I'm, I'm lazy, but he's making me do it. So, um, But those are the spots you can catch me at Facebook, Charles A. Heard, uh, or Charles Heard ESPN. I, w- I would prefer the Charles A. Heard one. Um, okay. Heard is spelled H-U-R-D. So. I'm not the white herd. I'm the black herd. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, yeah, but but I appreciate you guys. And you know what, guys, man, I do a lot of interviews around the country each and every day. And sorry, I, I got your call a little bit late. No problem. Um, because I was doing an interview with a, a, a place, a radio station, ESPN affiliate in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you guys, man, you guys have have some great questions. Um, and, and you guys, you guys are great chemistry, man. So continue doing what you're doing. And I, I wanted to extend my hand to you guys. Are all you guys in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Well, big dogs now. I am taping. I am taping my TV show on Thursday, on Monday, at Enjoy. Um, you guys come out, man. Get on the camera. Let's do some of this. Uh, let's have some more fun. Yep. You'll be there. Be yes, we will. Thank you. You'll be yeah. there. You don't have to tell us twice, brother. Appreciate you coming on, <laughs> Might man. Might have to tell us twice to leave, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. And I will be, I look forward to uh, giving some giving some of my sports insight on your show, brother. It is, uh, you know, I look forward Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Appreciate you coming on, man. You're always, you're always a guest. Welcome here, man. Anytime you want. Thank you. Right. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. We'll see you Monday, man. Cool. All right, now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K Podcast. Tell him something, Joe. Inside the game. Let's go, Joe. What you got? All right, we got a uh, story here about a man, his penis, and a bottle. Mm. <laughs> a middle-aged man got his penis stuck in a bottle and had to get his penis removed after it started to turn black and started to decay. What the fuck, Joe? You talking about the Pepsi bottles? shit hurt me, man. Middle-aged man in Honduras tried to use a bottle as a sex toy. <laughs> in oh sexual frustration because he had no That's because he had man. no girlfriend. Man, we might have to stop this shit, man. That shit was <laughs> real. It was uh, it. He tried to fill it up though. <laughs> uh, the doctor Dennis Chirinos who performed the surgery said the man came to the hospital four days after getting his manhood stuck in the bottle. Doctor said the blood vessels in the man's penis had constricted, and this led to the death of his penis. This man's penis died. 
Damn. Damn. R.I.P. The doctor said, and I quote, so he put his penis in a bottle, and this caused the death of necrosis of his penis. The doctor also said uh, the situation with this patient is that he didn't get medical attention in enough time, so that caused his penis to decay and to die. Oh, man. It seems the man will be able to urinate, but he'll never, ever be able to have sex again. What did he, who, did, who did he piss off in heaven? Jeez. <laughs> hey, what the fuck was he on? Hey, hey must, be, must be a lack of prostitutes out there in Honduras or something. Oh my gosh. Hey, so, stuck your dick in a bottle. Put around a million bottles. Damn. But you know what that story did? Oh, it led me to come up with a business idea. Oh, man. And it's called Dick in a Bottle. All the women out there, they get mad at they man. You can tell them, look, go fuck yourself. I got a dick in the bottle. <laughs> oh, you know, if your man cheating on you, or you find out your husband been doing this thing on Tinder or Ashley Madison. Who said that? You know, he banging some chick with the username Housewife Hannah from Harvey. <laughs> or you found out he had a threesome with Gluteus Maximus Gale and her friend Sugar Wall Shana. You can tell them, look, go fuck yourself, because I got dick in the bottle. <laughs> See, I wanted Kat to be on here to try to confirm, you know, my business idea, but since she ain't show up, I need all the women listeners to email in and tell me what y'all think about my uh, business idea. My dick, oh, man. My dick in the bottle, okay. Dick in the bottle. All right. <laughs> all right, that was, uh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He was speechless. That's what the dirt sheets is about. Yeah, you get you getting worse, brother. <laughs> 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 it's getting worse, man. Oh man. Well, uh, that was the dirt sheets by Joe Dirt. Uh, I was gonna make an attempt to do wait what, but after this dirt sheet, it just fucked me up. So I can't. I can't even do it. Uh, oh man. But I want to give a shout out to Charles Herd from the Big Herd Show coming on oh, inside definitely. the cave, man. Guess you can call him a family member now, man. We locked in, tuned in with him. It's gonna be good. We're gonna be doing some things with the herd. Uh, who said the herd left ESPN? I ain't heard about it. I ain't heard about it. Alright, and uh check us out on uh if you wanna go if you wanna donate to the show, go to GoFundMe inside the cave, alright? Appreciate everybody listening. Shout out to uh, Roland Three Leaf Films. Roland will be on next week. We will do a recap of the conspiracy. And what's your cousin name, Joe? George Merriweather. George Merriweather from iHeartRadio and Roland from Three Leaf Films. Our brother Roland will be on next week. We got a great show for you again next week. All right. And I think we might be doing uh, having our can- the candy interview from the Bad Girls Club next week as well. So just keep tuning in. This show is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. For Roland, for Mike, International D, cousin of my Valley Vale Cat, said Joe Dirt. I'm CB at I'm the real CB. Big dog, go ahead, get us out of here, bro. Hey, on behalf of the guys at Inside the Cave, want to thank y'all for tuning in, and we'll catch y'all ass next week. And I'm gonna make you hold remember my name. I'm the J E S S E J A M E. Yes, I'm shutting niggas down. Hey, child, it's mine. I'm letting you know now. No hush with the talk talk. Claiming you gon' put it on the map. Well, nothing already done that. So, following the footsteps of the gangster shit's finest. It's 1987, this is Scarface. 
told me the truth. The last man standing, and what you wanna do? So you got tight flow. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.